0: This is Sports Best on the Reposted Podcast Network. Coming at you like a trail of ants gunning for your honey goat cheese on a weekend picnic. He is Larry Queen B. Olsen. I am Beyonce. Thank you for joining us today, Queen B.
1: You know what? Seriously, if there were ants on my honey goat cheese, I'd just brush them off, put them on some brioche, just eat it anyways. Uh,
0: i just eat them with the ants. <laughs> They're <laughs> coming, in, coming in hot, baby. <laughs> oh. I saw on Twitter yesterday that a guy put a $500,000 bet on the Eagles to not cover for the the Seattle Seahawks to cover the six and a half point spread. And my biggest regret of this week is I had drafted a proposal to our intern saying, I want to take Philly. And I I was like, you know what? That's a silly bet, but they covered.
1: So Here's what I would say about anybody that is either betting for against the Eagles this year. You're insane. Like they're, they're not very good, but they kind of have some good players. I would want no bets at all associated with the Eagles.
0: I think, is it safe to say that betting on the NFC East is just a bad proposition?
1: Yes. But here's the part about that bet that you're missing, right? It was because the Eagles hit a late hail Mary and then got the two point conversion, which is what allowed the cover
0: Right, like I can't imagine watching that because it was twenty seconds left. They just launch it up. It gets tipped. Richard Rodriguez is just standing there, catches it, falls down, touchdown. And then, like I have the five hundred thousand dollar bet. I'm like, okay, it's just seven. <laughs> and then they go for two. They go for two, which which causes the the bet to not win.
1: Can I? Can I? Like so. You can imagine what that guy's doing in his living room, which is like one thing, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe he's in um, his parlor because he's Mm got 500,000. But like, I love to be in a good sports book somewhere when you see one of those crazy covers happen. People just ripping tickets, pouring gas on themselves, lighting themselves on fire. It's such a great.
0: (laughs) What's, uh, What's the biggest bet you've ever lost?
1: Oh, maybe like 100 bucks, Maybe.
0: I don't know if you remember we were in Reno one time and our friend Kevin had a parlay of oh. like eight different bets and the the all seven had hit and the last one was about to hit and he couldn't find his ticket. Oh, tragic. Sports Dude, but, betting but, is exhausting.
1: So he hit it but he couldn't find the ticket? Yeah. Oh my god. A couple thousand dollars. By the way, that's such the, that's the ultimate Kevin story. Like just personifies <laughs> him like to the T. <laughs> yeah, and then he went and took a nap or something. I don't know what he did. You know, I don't know what I've told you about my favorite teams in the NFL, but I have a new favorite team that is never going to leave me. It is your Denver Broncos. Yeah, we've talked
0: about that. It's my only team I don't like.
1: No, I love them because I don't know if you heard about their game over the weekend, but they literally did not have a quarterback to play. Drew Locke, Brett Rippon, and Blake Bortles all could not play. The three quarterbacks on the roster. That's because ding 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 dummies did not wear a mask in the quarterback meeting one of the quarterbacks had the covids infected the rest of them now he didn't really even technically infect them but because the nfl wanted to be punitive because they found pictures of the guys not wearing masks in the quarterback meeting they said screw you and they didn't allow any of these quarterbacks to play so they had to go with the dude who was not a quarterback This guy was on the practice squad. Yeah. Kendall Hinton. They pulled him up. He was a backup quarterback at his college. I think it like, uh, I don't even know where he went. He was a backup quarterback on his LinkedIn profile page. Not kidding. Before the game on Sunday, it said current NFL free agent looking to kickstart a career in the medical sales industry. That was honest to God on his LinkedIn page profile before he started the game Sunday He was one of nine for 13 yards passing in two picks. He completed one pass and threw two interceptions. He had a passer rating of zero. (laughs) This
0: isn't at all this, but it makes me think of Rudy where it's like if you don't (laughs) You don't put in the practice squad, guy. I'm not playing. They all put their jerseys down on the coaches. He found out two hours, or they did the the shifting two hours before kickoff, announcing him officially as the the starter. What's the over under on you completing a pass in an NFL game?
1: I don't think it's actually One. very high. I don't feel I don't feel like that's very high.
0: No, this I'm not even in-
1: sure I can hand the ball off. Exactly. What's the odds of me just handing the ball off? I like that that question even better. Yeah. But first, just back to your point. If you watch Rudy and you don't cry, you're a robot. Like you're a robot. Straight up, you're a robot.
0: Yeah. Also sneaky, John Favreau and Vince yeah. Vaughn. Yeah. 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 That's a uh, it's a good movie. But uh, I don't. I'm not sure if Notre Dame's a good school. You know, Notre Dame might win it all this year. Did yeah. you hear that? I have some poised tool. to go undefeated for the rest of you know who's also poised to go undefeated is my Colorado Buffaloes. Undefeated on the year. Oh, I also saw can't. today that my high school is undefeated, going into the playoffs the first time since the nineties.
1: Um, I don't know if you know this. Maybe you're, there's a worldwide pandemic on, and these games don't count. But I don't know. Do what you want with your undefeated teams. They don't do what count. you want. All right. Do well, what you want.
0: moving on to I love Patrick Mahomes news. Uh, People are saying uh, that he has surpassed Tom Brady as the best quarterback in the NFL right now. On Sunday, the Tampa Brady Gronkineers fell to your Chiefs 27 to 24, and Patrick Mahomes just ate it up, ran it up. They threw it to, he threw it to, um, shit, who do you throw it to? <laughs> <laughs> he threw Tyreek Hill four different times, one of his three different times, one of his touchdowns, he did a backflip into the end zone. Did you watch the game at all? Did you see any of that? I
1: watched literally, um... I was somewhere, and like out of the corner of the eye, I saw it was like three minutes left in the game. The Chiefs were up by like three or four, and it was like third and four. If the Bay Rays stopped them, and like literally, our boy Mahomes like dashed through like five people, runs past everybody, gets the first down, game over. Do you think
0: he mandates that the uh, Royals? He owns the Royals, right? Correct. Do they have to watch the game? I feel like if I wasn't a starting quarterback right now and I owned a a major league franchise, I'd be like, hey, guys, watch your boss on TV this afternoon.
1: Hey, so far be it for me to judge anybody from Kansas City, but what else do they got to do other than simply watch Patrick Mahomes play football? If you live in the Kansas City metro area, you got to just be watching games.
0: Well, yeah, I guess you're also slow cooking your meat, so you have to go out and feed the fire every once in a while. Get that Kansas City-style barbecue going. Forget about North Carolina-style. Where's it just Carolina-style? That vinegar.
1: So I'm assuming the Chiefs would be the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl at this particular point. They have Mahomes. They've only lost one game. I don't know. It seems like we might as well hand the Super Bowl trophy to the Chiefs, but that's why they play the games, Andrew. That's why they play the games, and the Steelers
0: are poised to go undefeated.
1: We'll see. You know that game, by the way, so originally scheduled Steelers-Ravens Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Then they moved it to Tuesday because of the COVIDs. Right. And they bumped so then they bumped it to Wednesday. Now this is the reason they bumped the game to Wednesday and they're going to play it at 12:40. And that's because it's the night NBC is doing the they're lighting the Christmas tree, the Rockefeller Christmas tree. So instead of having a night football game because NBC likes the tree, they're playing this game at 12:40 in the afternoon.
0: I think that is a textbook example of a reminder that the sports are not about the game, they're about ratings. And they're going to get more ratings because of that.
1: No, but like you would, would more people watch a football game than NBC lighting their Christmas tree?
0: I don't think so. I think I think so. I think families will rally around having the, um, getting the kids to watch it, the sing along, all that
1: stuff. I'm going to reach out to someone in the TV industry and get the ratings. What will score a high? Well, since the game's at noon, probably the tree lighting. But like a Raven Steelers game, I think on a Wednesday night would get a higher rating than stinking tree lighting. And the Rockets.
0: Well, we can compare the Nielsen rating against Monday night's game and see which one scores higher. And I, I'm i going to bet a man rub that the tree lighting.
1: Guess tree what? Lighting hits. I see your man rub and call. I call your man rub. All right. A lot I was of pomp ra- and
0: circumstance was- to not raise.
1: <laughs> I was going to raise. I was going to go all in on your man rub. You know what? I'm not going to do it. Yeah. madam I'll raise you a foot rub. Nope. I'm, I'm going to hold my man rub bet.
0: That's oh, the move at the poker table. Make big, big sermons. I see your bet. And then you count all your chips and call.
1: And I'll call you. Uh, <laughs> so excited for the 49ers. They're going to get some time in the desert. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, they're having some COVID issues around the uh, world, the globe at this particular point. point, 49ers playing California, Santa Clara, very stringent community, the Santa Clarians, and they're saying, in no circumstance can you play any form of contact sport. So that's like peewee football all the way to the NFL football. And so and also they like added another rule. If anybody comes within 150 miles of Santa Clara, you have to quarantine for 14 days. So wow. there was no way anybody could come into Santa Clara and play a football game and they couldn't practice a football game. So basically 49ers are packing up. They're going to move to Glendale, Arizona for the next three, maybe longer than that, and bunker down at a hotel there and play their home games at the Cardinals Stadium in Arizona.
0: Yeah. Well, as we know, COVID affects Northern California different than the rest of the country. Correct. It's, I don't know, it's wild. I have so many thoughts on this. People don't tune in for my political thoughts, so I'm not going to get into that aspect of it. But. I love that they have the versatility to be able to just pack up and, and still be able to make it work.
1: Well, they don't really have an option. I don't know if that's versatility. Well, they have the, they have the option to quit. Well, I, 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 I don't know if the NFL would be like, Hey, for it in 49ers. It's been fun. Like,
0: yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, today, Florida announced that they're going to have no mask mandates and no lockdown. So Florida, did not surge the second time. California has. So maybe California is more of a dangerous place. I don't know. Did you know that volleyball is considered a contact sport? I read that recently. I wouldn't have known that if it wasn't for COVID. Well,
1: obviously, you haven't seen Top Gun in a while because there's a scene of volleyball in that movie, and it was certainly a contact sport, Andrew.
0: I was so focused on the Tom Cruise's. Cavs. i don't know what happened in the game oh he's a dreamboat speaking of calves peyton manning had a second season of peyton's place come out and he interviewed five-time pro bowler Marshawn lynch and he was talking he's about smoked. he was talking about his uh pregame rituals peyton manning said he would read cover to cover to the the program and he's like by the end of it i, I memorized who all the accountants were and then he asked Marshawn if he had any superstitions and he said yeah take a shot shot and a half before the game of Hennessy so just to take the edge off Marshawn Lynch is ripping shots in the in the locker room
1: okay so I got no problem with Marshawn coming clean about drinking the Hennessy because that's cool man my buddy goals he drinks a lot of Hennessy too but if I was Peyton Manning I would not have revealed that I was such a nerd that I would read the program cover to cover that's what I got the problem with in this story
0: I don't think there's any question that Peyton Manning's a nerd I think he doesn't try to hide that.
1: Yeah. I mean, but come on, bro. Like, I don't know.
0: I, one of my friends, I don't think this should be public knowledge, so I'm not going to reveal it. He was part of an organization that uh, Marshawn used to play for. He took Marshawn out to dinner. Marshawn was ordering $10,000 bottles of wine. The check comes. He's like, yeah, you got this. (laughs) Marshawn looks like he his public persona is just like one word and whatever but i think he's sneaky one of the smartest people in the nfl like famously he never spent any of his bonus money he saved it this guy's he's set i mean his outward persona looks like a
1: dum-dum but uh marshawn has got
0: dialed in two
1: things you should google about Marshawn lynch right now first an episode that he did on the show tanked which is about the aquarium that he put in his house it's about two guys who build aquariums all over the country. Watch the Marshawn The second one is the Bear Gryllis show. He went up with Bear Gryllis to like the Girl. Outback. It's been like the what Bear Gryllis at O'Banion, Eat an Onion, Frajitas. Yes. Um, he went up to the Outback with Bear Gryllis. And I'm <laughs> like me, I watched it with my kids. It was like the funniest thing I've ever heard. Would you
0: rather watch uh, Peyton Manning or Marshawn Lynch on Naked and Afraid?
1: <laughs> Dude, we're big fans of the Beast mode man. Anything Marshawn Lynch, Skittles commercials, whatever you want. We want Marshawn Lynch.
0: Yeah, also Marshawn handed out like 80 turkeys before Thanksgiving. Marshawn's, Marshawn's got life figured
1: out. He's got a heart of gold. He's got a heart of gold. I know we spent a lot of time talking about the NFL's here on the Sports Best, but believe it or not, Andrew Keller – It is NBA time. NBA opens training camp this week. They have lots of uh, protocols in to fight off the COVIDs, but they're going to arrive one by one and then test everybody. And then theoretically this weekend, they will begin basketball training camps. First basketball preseason game, December 11th. So we're less than two weeks away from fake basketball happening across the country.
0: I read that they're going to be tested every day during this training camp period, which is crazy. The first thing I think about on them going back is normally you have the grind of the season and you need the off season to recover the, the team like LeBron and he's getting old and all these guys going deep into the playoffs, aren't going to have that much time to recover physically and mentally just getting right back into it.
1: Well, Uh, as you know, the Lakers and Heat played less than two months ago because they were in the finals for the NBA championship but the Warriors, on the other hand, suck really badly, and they haven't played for eight months. So they're yeah. raring to go- They have not played a game in eight months. Didn't they have the number two overall pick? Correct. They went with Wiseman yeah. out of Memphis, as you know. So we'll see how that goes. You I'm know excited
0: for the NBA to be back. I saw that Trey Young tweeted out, I feel like a
1: kid getting excited for the first day of school again. That's I'm fun. I, I like that. Well, so here's the thing just one little quick thing about this they're they're starting a little quicker than normal and that's because they want to get the season in before the olympics in july 2021 because they want the nba players, so that's why it seems like they're kind of starting quickly and they kind of sort of are they want to be able to play in the olympics in i think japan yeah
0: well i'm looking at my watch right now and (gasps) it looks like the olympics are pretty expensive The cost of Tokyo Olympics just went up another $2 billion, and that's yeah. attributed to the delay since uh, due to COVID. So the official cost right now of the Tokyo Olympics is $12.6 billion. Originally, they said it was going to be seven point three when they won it, so
1: that's almost doubled. I'm sure you don't know what it's like at all to be thinking there's a big event coming up in your life, preparing for it, and wondering... Will we be able to get to do that big set event because the COVIDs is running around the world?
0: Well, I think you're referring to my wedding. <laughs> and we found out a couple of days ago that uh, the cost of our wedding has increased by $500 million and it's due to COVID. <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole because I always love a good overrun story. I don't know if you remember this. I think you lived in the Bay area at this point in 1996, they, uh, the San Francisco Department of Transportation announced a seven-year plan to spend $1 billion on the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge. That was in 1996, $1 billion. It opened in September of 2013 at a total cost of $6.5 billion,
1: overrunning. If you mention that story to my father-in-law, he literally starts shaking picks up a spear, and throws it into the nearest wall. You talk about bay, bridge, cost overruns, he will stab you with a hot knife.
0: What if I talk to your father-in-law about the 2008 Prop 1A, which issued $7 billion in bonds to build the bullet train, which in oh. 2006 they estimated was $64 oh. billion. As of February of this year, they're estimating $80 billion and it's been pushed out 10 hey, more years before you
1: do over. not talk bad about that bullet train. I will. <laughs> you dare. How dare you talk bad about my bullet train? What's going to happen first? The hyperloop or the bullet train? Hey, don't even mess around with my bullet train. I'm telling you right now, that's sacred space for me, man.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we'll go on the bullet train. I'll buy the tickets. You buy the drinks. It's going to eight hours
1: that. of drinks. Damn you.
0: This has been sports best on the reposted podcast network. I am Bullet Train Andrew for Queen B. Larry, so thank you for stopping by.